This is Mind the Gap podcast. Calling at Rich Slice and Plogic and Bravo and Annie. Mind the Gap. Oh shit, did you lot, did you lot, um, sidebar or side whatever thing we will call it, did you lot hear about um, the death of Black the Ripper? To be honest, I didn't know who he was. It was just another name, so... Oh, is it? it yeah, it didn't really impact me. And then people started, like, sending these messages saying, I don't know, he was the lead role in the legalisation of marijuana in this country or something. something. Yeah. I don't know. Is, oh. it, is that what he was? So what, he was a rapper as well, battle rapper or something? No, he was a rapper first. He wasn't a battle rapper. He started off in the grime rapper back oh. in the day, talking like... Is it grime? yeah. Did Grand Brother Axe oh. FM? He was he basically brought Chipmunk through. There was a collective oh, called it? Motivational Music, yeah. So there was him, an MC called um, Cookie and Chipmunk. It was the three of them, and they put I think three mixtapes out. And then obviously ah. Wiley heard that, and then they bust like Wiley done. Wiley brought um, Chipmunk to Westwood, and then obviously Westwood Chipmunk done the Westwood freestyle, and then blew from there. But yeah, Black the Ripper's oh. been in this for time, bruv. Like Foundation MCs. And then, like, wow. when it's like, you just weren't asked about the whole, you know, being famous and all that. That comes with it. Yeah. And then was just on some proper. I thought you would have heard him amps with the whole Black no. Power movement and that. No, I've never, never heard him. I'll send, no, I'll send no. you some albums, some back in the day albums. Yeah. To... What, what was I going to say? What did he die of? That no one knows yet. Okay. It's mad, man. But yeah, yeah like, so in, Are like, you... In recent times, sorry, he's been um, obviously campaigning for the legalisation of marijuana in the UK. And he's got yeah. his own company, Bank of England, it's called. So that's where you've probably oh. been seeing stuff like that. But yeah. Jeez. You know what? If ever there's a need for like a historian to do with grime or UK rap, I'm, I'm nominating you, bro. I'm here, bruv. I'm here. Bloody hell. I live this, innit? <laughs> you do, no, you do, man. I have to give it to you. You do. There's not many people I talk to, and I think, flip now, do they know this? But yeah, you do. <laughs> it's our culture, man. But yeah, but people are, people are calling him a uh, legend. I don't, I don't, I know. Obviously, you lot don't know too much about him, so I don't know what. Bruv, burn it. Burn it. Oh, fucking hell. What? How do you know? Pouring we're talking about you pouring drinks. That's what I'm talking about. 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 That's what i Oh, sorry. So you're, you're saying you only know him for smoking weed? Yeah, that's what I know him for. Wow. Oh, is he the I guy did, that I knew, I knew he was a rapper? Smoking weed on, like, aeroplanes or whatever? Yeah, yeah, is that yeah, him? yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Proper campaign. So, so I know him from those videos, from Instagram videos. Yeah, that's what I know him from, Instagram videos. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, every 420, you're guaranteed to see a video of him. Smoking weed, taking advantage. Yeah, no, well, that, that was his campaign, though. His whole, his whole, and and that's that's the kind of shame in it that people are only know him for them videos. But mm. there was more, there was more layers to it, bro. He was a deep guy, bro. Very, very, very oh. deep. 
and so smart as well. Him a legend of what? A legend what? In what respect? As an activist, as a musician as well in the UK hip hop and grime scene as well. And obviously oh. going past and early in that. But it was kind of a segue to lead us into... Because I know this is extreme, but I've been seeing a lot of um, comparisons to him and Nipsey Hussle. I'm going to leave my opinions to one side on that and what I think of that. but Because um, <laughs> we can go on forever in that. But it, it's in terms of where I want to kind of go with this, in terms of the word legend being thrown around loosely or, yeah. or like sporadically in some cases when it comes to certain individuals, what do you think in terms of the whole Nipsey Hussle situation? Obviously, he died, I think, what was it, 33, young age, even though he accomplished... Oh. I don't know if you lot know a lot about my man. So what I know your thoughts on that. Well, I've, I've been reading. I've been reading up on him, and um, it's obviously that thing that... Um, who says it? Jadakiss said rappers get better promotion. That was Jadakiss, wasn't it, that said that? That what? Yeah, nay. Huh? Hello? Go on. Yeah, so obviously since his death, all I've heard about is, yeah, how great he was, this and that, his rapping, his tracks, whatever. Prior to him dying, I'd listened to maybe four tracks of his and I didn't like a single one of them. Um, I didn't really understand what... I knew that he stood for the black empowerment as much as any other rapper did and that he rapped about his area where he was from as much as let's say the game for example yeah. but obviously in the following weeks I found out that he'd built some sort of training centre in his local community and yeah. he had a shopping outlet or shopping mall which were all shops that he owned yeah. um, which were highly priced shops apparently the shops were high priced shops in his local community um, and he built a like shared working space like we work yeah and yeah so i mean based on that i understand that he sort of kept it community based he stayed he still lived in his same area didn't he yeah and... well he's always he, he 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 is his family lived there he was always in and out of there because obviously for the businesses that he had within the area but yeah he didn't live too yeah. far. Yeah. So, in some respect, I was sort of like, okay, so he was a businessman within his community, sort of, and he rapped as well. So I don't, if I'm honest, get the full appeal, the full understanding of what makes people rank him as highly as they do Tupac, for example. Oh, so I'm glad you've gone into Tupac. So at, given from what you said, did you know Tupac before he died? from what you said about Nipsey. Yeah, 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 I did. You'd heard of Tupac before he died? Yeah, before he yeah. died, but I didn't... I weren't familiar with his whole discography, his, all, all his catalogue, catalog, yeah. But I knew some tracks, like the big tracks. What 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 tracks? Before oh, he died? No, I, I just... The bait one, didn't it? California yeah, Love, yeah, California Against the World. Love. Not me against the world, but California Love for me... Um, what was it? How do you want it? Like some, yeah, yeah like those type of tracks. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Right. Well, what, what were you going to no, say? No, it's just from from. Obviously, you said you didn't know Nipsey, and or you only heard a couple of his tunes. Mm, 
Wow. And then you obviously found out what he stood for until he died. And I was just wondering if there was the same similarity with Tupac. Well, potentially, actually, that's a good question, but possibly. But the issue is that when Tupac was alive, the only way I would have accessed his music was through somebody who listened to it. So like yeah. an older brother, which I didn't have, or older cousins. Yeah. Um, who, and that's how I heard his music, through older cousins. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Nipsey Hussle, if any big rapper now, I feel like I would hear their music or whatever because of, the, because of YouTube and all the different outlets. Yeah. If you know what I mean, so it's a, it's more of a statement that I've only heard a few tracks of Nipsey Hussle's. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if I only heard two packs back in the day, one it doesn't matter because you know it's harder to get hold of music that wasn't necessarily banned, but it wasn't very commercial, was it? What two what two packs album went? What did it do? Like it went mad like, when all albums when came out. That was a commercial yeah, but, pumped thing. Like rap was yeah, but that very was, high but that back was then. within the hip hop community, right? No, 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 like, no. That hit yeah, so number one straight. Okay, I guess what the point I'm making is that back then hip hop or rap music, whatever, wasn't as commercially acceptable. It wasn't accessible, I'd say. Okay, accessible. Yeah, okay, yeah, so accessible, but yeah. now it's very accessible. Yeah. So, you know, I can have access to whatever I want. And yeah. for me, Nipsey Hustle, it's more of a comment that I've only heard of four tracks now of Nipsey oh, Hustle. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. Rather no. than one or two packs or two of two packs back in the day because his music weren't that accessible. Okay. But is it, so is it Nipsey's? I mean, back to the point anyway, because we've sort of moved away. So what is it Nipsey's? What what is the appeal? What is why has this word legend been attached to his name? Right, I tell I, I, for for me, I can only obviously speak for for me, and I suppose maybe it's a bit different because I've seen his journey from the start. Like I was, I had all the mixed CDs and whatnot, flipping from that piff and that, so I was heavily invested. But for me, the thing that kind of kind of did it for me was the fact he did it independent for so long like he just grind he he was on his own grind he did everything himself like his whole company and um, slogan was all money in no money out which was basically not giving anything up for the majors when he did actually do a partnership it well when he did actually join with uh, a major label it was actually a partnership and the deal that he got was unheard of at the time so from the musical front he kind of put that whole wave of obviously doing it all himself and that, yeah. Secondly, for the whole for the whole um, perspective of the, the gangbanging aspect, obviously he was prevalent within that and then stared away from it, changed his life around and kind of showed his community and tried to uplift his community. All the things that Tupac was speaking about of obviously doing it, he actually did it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's kind of hard to com- compare them both because obviously Nipsey said himself he's basically a C. He, you know, when Tupac said obviously he, he'll spark the mind that flipping changes the generation or something. Do you know what I mean? He might not change yeah, the generation. Yeah. Basically, Nipsey saw himself as the spark. Do you know what I mean? So mm. Nipsey comes from Tupac in my perspective, but I still rate him up there for the things that he managed to achieve in his time. I don't think it was sick, bruv. Well, as an activist. Yeah. Mind the gap. Okay. 
Okay, I mean, go on, go on, go on, go on. Who is the one who was speaking? Go on. Go on, Bravo speaking. No, with, with the Nipsey thing, I never, like like Ab said, I never really listened to his music. I mean, I, knew, I was aware of him, and he was a publicised rapper, so obviously when you read the hip-hop blogs, he was he was in the headlines. I remember he sold a mixtape for like a grand a grand each. No, it was, it was like, 100. I think Jay-Z, it was 100. Jay-Z bought 100 of them or something. It was $100 each. Hundred dollars each. Sorry, yeah. Jay Z bought ten, ten grand of them. Is it hundred of them or no? He bought ten thousand of them. He bought ten thousand of them. Yeah. So from then, obviously, I was aware of who he was. Yeah. And then interviews, radio interviews. I used to watch interviews, and I was like intrigued by what he was saying. And because I just thought he was just another rapper, in it. Exactly. You know, I mean, when when someone new comes on the scene, you just think another rapper. And then yeah. the West Coast, with the West Coast, sometimes I find it hard to invest in West Coast rappers. Serious? I don't know why it is, unless. Unless they grab me, unless they pull me in with a solid piece of work, I just think, ah, oh, just another West Coast rapper, just just talking fresh sort of thing, innit? So from then, I knew who he was. I saw his interviews. But then, in, I don't know, I just... I just I don't, just didn't relate to him. Just didn't relate to his music at all. Like, there was the songs that I did hear through passing. I didn't I didn't relate to his music at all. So I was never really... I could, I could never call myself a fan, innit? Okay. Do you know what I mean? I think I think I related to his personality more in terms of his interviews and what he stood for. Things he would say, like, "Wow, this is this is a bright brother. Like he's saying the right things. He's talking about business. He's talking about helping the community. You know what I mean? Wow. But then in terms of his music, I listened to his music and you no, know, just didn't, just didn't grab me. It's not what I look for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So 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 in terms of his music, like. People can call him a legend. I don't think he's one of the best rappers of all time, personally. I don't think. But in terms of what he stood for, yeah, I, pr- I appreciate him as as an individual and, and what he was trying to do. And the whole Dr. Sabi thing, saying he's going to complete his documentary for him, like that, that's ratings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, musically, in terms of being a hip hop musician, nah, I don't think it's comparable to uh, pop. And I did but, listen. To, I did listen to Tupac before he died, like especially the All Eyes on Me album. That was, that was the most commercial one. Yeah. And then I had a I had a guy in my class. I had a big brother as well, but he didn't listen to hip hop. I had a guy in my class that was a Tupac fanatic, like fanatic. He had all the tapes. He had an All Eyes on Me T-shirt for fuck's sake. <laughs> so it was through him that I listened to the tapes. I'm like, rah, this Tupac guy is is good because we used to take the piss out of Tupac, like the way he flowed. Like yeah. you know one, you know one. Um, how do you want it? Yeah. When he when he's like, I love the way you yeah, yeah, when yeah. say elevate you have to put your ass up. You know that sort of jumpy flow he used to yeah, be yeah. used to take the piss out of that. So I just thought every song was like that. And not until you listen to the music, you're like, oh, he's not he's, he's not rapping like that on every song. He's not rhyming Hennessy with enemies on every song. You actually listen to the bars, listen to the music, I thought, okay, I appreciate this guy. Then I did my own research and then went back to uh, Me Against the World. Me Against the World was a big song, actually, because it was on the soundtrack of uh, Bad Boys. No, no, no. Is it independent? No, Bad Boys. Bad Boys? Bad Boys, yeah. Bad Boys came out in 95, innit? The original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. Me, Me Against the World, the single, was in the movie, and it was like a soundtrack on that movie as well. Yeah, So that was a big song. So I did my research after I listened to Me Against the World, and then Tupacalypse, and then Strictly For My N-Words. Those two albums, I don't know. I think they're cult, culturally, critically acclaimed albums, but I wouldn't say they were 
good albums. You know, I mean, there's a few gems on there, but I think Tupac's best music is from Me Against the World, All Eyes on Me, and then Machiavelli. Those three albums. Yeah, I say Machiavelli. I would say musically, I don't think they compare. And in terms of what they did for the community, I mean, Pac did a lot, man. No, but he said a lot as well. But what what did Pac actually do? What tangible stuff? In in four in about four years. No, but what did Pac do? Yeah, what tangible things has he done? He he, he set up a record label on the East Coast. What record label? Death Row East. Okay. But the thing the thing is the things he the things he tried to manifest. Obviously, he died. He 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 was only twenty five when he died. Like you you have to remember, the guy was twenty five. Pardon. No, I get that, but I'm just I just, I just yeah. want I just want the facts. I just I just want to know what what did he actually do for the community? Yeah, that's, I the thing, know. that's the thing. It's very hard because he died before all these things came to fruition, isn't it? So, like, yeah, so then he didn't do anything. Before he died, he had made amends with Nas. He was going to do deals with Nas, etc. He was he was going to start Death Row East. A lot of things that he wanted to do, he wanted to get out of Death Row. A lot all of right. things that he wanted to do, he couldn't because he passed away. But you know what okay. I mean? So I think we have to. I think we have to cut him some slack. I'm not cutting him some slack. Was, I'm not. He I'm not. was on the road to to greatness. I, 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 I hear all of that. I hear all of that. I hear all of that, bro. Facts. So I, we're talking about facts. Yeah. What has he tangibly done to even uh, attach that title to him, or attach that he did a lot for the community? Yeah. Well, you said he's done a lot for the community, but you haven't named what he done. Yeah. For my the thing community. was, what, what's he done for the community? Like, I know he was he was a good public speaker, and he used yeah. to go to rallies and that. But w- what did he actually mm-hmm. do, bro? All I know is the Death Row East. That's like the main thing. He was going to start Death Row East. He was going to he was going to do like acting, music for people in the community. Obviously, people that came from where he came from. You know what I mean? See, can I just say, um, this is the thing, like, sometimes we get... Carried away. I don't know. Yeah, and we, I think sometimes with um, this search for role models and idols in the hip-hop community, sometimes we oh. elevate people on the basis of nothing sometimes. And I'm not saying too bad did nothing, because his message for me in his songs is what people actually refer to. So yeah. when people say he does so much for the community, what they're actually talking about is his lyrical content that's what they're talking about but then they try to attach it to other things i'm sort of like what are these other things what they're actually referring to is his lyrical content um but yeah like you mentioned about nipsey hustle about his 100 dollar album who was his music for and who is he trying to sell those 100 dollar so, albums to i'll explain that to you so his his music um was obviously for his fans and like i said he came on an independent in, a, in on an independent route so there was no major label back in um and he actually said in an interview he read one book um because obviously it was heavily um business orientated so it was about this guy that sold a burger for a hundred dollars but it was mm. within his kind of it, it, he had a kind of niche market that he um, applied um, a niche market that he appealed to and he got regular customers and he thought that there was loads of the same um, people coming back to buy the same thing so he thought right if these people are loyal supporters of what I do if I put this out there surely they must support me and that was the concept he took he thought right he knows his fan base he knows directly who he's actually selling his music to from the software that he was actually selling it through at the time the internet was obviously his powerful tool at the time so he said all right listen I'm gonna put this exclusive music out for you yeah and it's gonna be a hundred dollars 
and this is going to be exclusively out for you. If you're fucking with me, basically, you'll support me and buy it. And that's all it was. People came in their droves and bought it, bruv. It was just a marketing plan. See, that's a hard concept for me to understand just because of what I'm assuming a majority of his fans are and what the demographic is. And then you're asking these people to go and spend $100 on your album. Yeah. You know, when I've seen people like Chance the Rapper, who maybe his journey isn't exactly the same as um, Nipsey Hussle's, but Chance the Rapper was independent for a number of years, and he put out back-to-back albums, um, mixtapes as well, independently um, for the same sort of demographic. But he went on to put out a $100 album to people who are... Yeah, but the same people you're talking about, the same people you're talking about will go and buy a Gucci belt for £220. So what are we talking about? And that's what you said. He goes, if you're willing to spend, if you're willing to spend it on this and you're you're saying you're supporting me, why wouldn't you, bruv? How can we we justify someone buying a 220 This is the same demographic we're talking about, bruv. Yeah, I mean, the £250 Gucci belt, yeah, no, that's a fair point. But you're, he, it's him actively saying to these people, I'm going to take $100 off you to listen to my music. I mean, he's not responsible for Gucci or their pricing and yeah, their market or whatever, but he is responsible for his actions and what his price point was. So and you, to do ask you think your wrong? demographic that you're trying to uplift. Yeah, but in isolation, I think... It, I think, yeah, nobody else is selling $100 albums out, you know. Yeah, but if there's a demand that for it... community. Yeah, but if there's a demand for it, and then if you value what you're doing, yeah, and what you're putting yeah. out there, and if people are willing to buy it, what, how is how is that wrong? I don't understand that. I mean, if it had been McDonald's or Nike or something, that Nike Nike, who... I don't know, elevated their prices to a ridiculous range based on their market value. You know, Jay-Z isn't putting out albums for that much, you know, and when you talk market value, he has the lion's share, but he's not putting out albums like that. But you see it amongst yourself. Some people might say what you're doing is um, exploiting that people are that into you, that you see that you could do this and make that much money off these people that are bought into you and it's I don't see some people might say it's exploitation I I can't see that I don't see that I don't see that at all Bravo what do you think yes I agree exploitation because right. sorry to cut you off Bravo but just just to also add as well the album just weren't the album as well so you bought the album was it limited limited copies it was limited editions for a start Was was it limited amount of copies yeah, it was a limited amount of copies for a start. And you got and I, know, I know they were hard copies, weren't they? Yeah, they were all hard copies, but within CDs. within that, like obviously you've been working with this guy, I've forgotten his name and it's killing me. Like it was um a Ghanaian brother as well that he found basically oh, I'm gonna try and find the thing, but um basically he was in he was in a coffee shop now. Was it yeah, it was in Starbucks now, and he seen one guy playing on um his laptop. But he's, he was just intrigued by the, the technology the kid was using. It was like virtual reality or whatever. And he just was like, what, what is this? Started speaking to the guy anyway. Long story short, incorporated in his, in his team. And within that album, when you bought it, you kind of got a virtual reality experience within it. So it just wasn't a standard, normal album that you just put in your car or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's worth, worth $100. But listen, <laughs> if it, it, it's whatever you as the consumer place your value on. I reckon he did the maths and he thought the amount of people that are going to pay $100 for 
I will make more money doing this than I would if I sold it for nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's 100%. that's true as well. But I don't see the wrong in that. I reckon my core my core fans. If I get a thousand core fans and I make a hundred grand off this album, yeah, independent. So yeah. that means he takes away seven dollars out of ten or whatever it is. Yeah. Then it, then yeah, that's peas. I've made, I've made money. But Whereas there's nothing wrong it, with if that. If I said it for nine ninety nine, then my core fans that that are going to buy it, and then obviously your your casual fans, I'm not going to make that sort of money. So he done the maths and he thought, you know what, let's run with it. But what's wrong with that? It's a story as well. It's going to create hype. People are going to buy into the hype. Oh, I've got a limited $100 copy. You know what I mean? And then Jay-Z went... It's a, he, it's a marketing genius. But, 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 but Jay-Z would have bought 1,000 copies? I no, get that. But no. what I'm trying to say is what what's wrong with that? You lot are trying to discredit it like no, there's something wrong with it. No, I'm not saying anything wrong with it. We're saying it's exploitation. Like he How, was explo- He was exploiting his fans. I don't see it Char- as well. Charging your fans. So wait, you're, you're, you're pro community, yeah? And you're going to charge yeah. your fans, your core base fans. We don't know what their background is, what their affordability is, what, yeah. what their finances are saying. But because they're core fans of you, you're going to charge them $100 for your album, blood. Yeah, but if you can't afford it, you're not going to buy it, bro. For one CD. Yeah, but if you can't that, afford you it, you're not going to buy it, though. Pardon? If you can't afford it, you're not going to buy it, though. But he's... That's the exploitation. No, what? but people will because people are that invested in him because of his message, his apparent message. Yeah. So people are brought into this this message and they're so invested in him. What about the one to Wait, wait, one people's person speak. Go on, say it's, carry on. Um. Yeah, so people are that invested in him and this whole message of his that, that you said before about um, if you're that into me, like support me or whatever, uplift me or whatever, you know, you've got that added pressure on you. He's from where we're from. Yeah, we got to support the brother. You know, people will go and find out $100, just like you said they'll find 250 for a Gucci belt or whatever it is. They'll go and find that $100. When in reality, I'm sure they could go and bootleg it or they could have done whatever to go and get it. You know? And what, then, what of the people that can't afford it? All right then. Yeah, the well, what he did was released it out anyway. Just, just, just fuck them, innit? No, but he released it for free anyway after. For free? Hey, yeah. wait. <laughs> what? So somebody can really? charge them $100 and then oh, afterwards they say, that's not you. Wait. Oh, nah, wait, you're lying. Nah, I that didn't is, know that. What? That is even worse. If he's done that, How? that is even worse. I didn't know that. How is it worse? That is even worse. So it's people that have got Blood. Yeah, no, because he only released the hard copies, bruv. And then he released it digitally for free. He said this, though, from the start. Oh, right, okay. He said it from the start. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Okay, okay. He said it from the start. He said he said gonna release he released he released he released the um the hard copies and then he said forty eight hours I'll release it digitally for everyone else to listen to it. But if you're actually supporting then you want it. Oh so what's he didn't say that. So it was a marketing play. Yeah. Like, then that's all that makes it that changes everything. Yeah, that that that, yeah, now okay, okay. I didn't know the forty eight hour thing and then okay. Yeah, I didn't know I that. I thought you knew because you brought it up, Rich. No, 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 no. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I, I didn't know. Okay, 48 hours. Yeah, that makes sense then. That's that's smart. It's shit, bruv. It's, it's okay. changed the game. And Jay-Z was, that's why Jay-Z was impressed. He was like, nah, this is sick. Like, like Jay-Z's kind of concept was like, why didn't I think of this? And he said, you know what, man, it's a sport, the thing, bruv. And how many did he sell without Jay Z buying any? Do you know? Do you know? I don't know how the much exact figures of that, bruv. 
But, uh, or do you know what? Did it break any records? Was there any? I don't know. I find I, I know we did sell quite a lot. To be fair. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that changes it because then those people who can't afford it or whatever or would have it. broken their backs could have just waited the forty-eight hours, mm. as yeah. he said. Okay. Wait. So, it was free or normal price? Re- normal retail? No, it was free. So was it? Was it mixtape? Nah. Well, it was on Street his label, album. didn't it? He called it an album, but essentially it was a mixtape, innit? But mm. it was on his on his label, so. <clears throat> but he called it an album, innit? Okay. Like most, the most, okay. apart from apart from Bullets ain't got no name, Volume One, Two, and Three. That's what he classed as a mixtape. The rest were just kind of like semi-albums or whatever they call them. Oh, it's that album. What's it called? Bullets ain't got no name. Remember when I used to rinse it, bro? When we used to yeah, work it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah, been here yeah, from the okay, start, yeah, man. Yeah, I remember you saying it. Yeah, yeah, I do remember actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What? Well, well, yeah. So, I've been out I mean, here only squeaks. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> so, okay. So, what about his um, lyrical content then? I think to to properly discuss this, we have to sort of break it down into yeah. areas and look at the different areas. His lyrical content. It's a shame because we're going to rely largely on you. Or have you gone back and listened to some Bravo? Well, you know, I think I think we. Should... I listen. I listen to one song on repeat. What yeah, song? so do I. Double that, up a bit. Double up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that song is a fucking vibe, bro. The thing is, it came on by accident on YouTube. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It's like yeah. a slow jam. Yeah. It's a hip-hop slow jam. And then the video is just a vibe. I thought, fuck, this song is fucking beautiful, bro. Yeah. yeah. And his whole song, the video is a vibe. There's that huh? double up, which is a banger, and then he's got this one with Diddy called Young, Young N-Words. And then he's got another one called... Oh, it sounds a bit like Double Up. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, damn. But those three are the bangers. If Double Up, let me know, because that song the yeah. fucking vibe. Bro. It's on that same app. Vic- no, no, sorry, Victory Lap. I like Victory, oh, Victory Lap as well. Lap. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, Victory That's one of my boys trying to put me on, actually, like, before he died, and I was like... I was just reluctant. I'm like, man, nah, like, like, right. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate him as an individual. I appreciate like what he stood for. I appreciate his music. I'll go back and listen to it because I, I, I do like the songs that I've heard actually. Like since he died, anyway. Yeah, bro. I do like some of the songs. He's cold. He's cold. So, is his music is um, lyrical content? Is it who does it rival? You know, when we're talking about uplifting his community, who? What type of levels are we talking about? Are we talking about a Nas, a Tupac? I, I, I don't know, like a Kendrick? Who are we talking about? Are we talking about like a game? Because when I listen to him, I get not a sort of gamey feel. Not as so much as the name dropping and stuff, but in terms of lifting the community, what he, how he talks about his community, so what? It's Nipsey, bruv. Just Nipsey is him. I get I get real talk vibes from him. Yeah, it's just what, during his tracks. All of them, bruv. It's just it's just real spills. Like <sighs> I get I get real talk. You won't find another Nipsey, bruv. You won't. I don't think so. Why? From someone that's authentic. Cause all right, for someone that's actually authentic in this thing now, yeah. To then come out. Well, like, like a Kendrick. Oh no, I'm alright, no, no, because Kendrick Kendrick Kendrick's cold, yeah. Kendrick's next level, but Kendrick never really lived this like quote unquote gangster life or anything. Do you know what I mean? So I'm talking from that aspect. To, you, 
but you're you're talking about someone who's real and spits real bars. Exactly, yeah. He's not on Kendrick. What? No, Kendrick doesn't even be, Kendrick. What do you mean not... by there will never be another Nipsey then? What do you mean? And we're not talking skill here, though. We're not talking skill. Right. What are you lot talking about? I'm talking. Well, my question is. Um, yeah, basically, how Take what was it about his music that made it sort of so appealing, so uplifting? Because like, what was he saying? What, 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 like, what is it within that music? And is it a Kendrick style? Is it a game style? You know, what is it? And I don't think game was ever uplifting, personally. That's that's a start. Uh, for for some people, I've I've watched documentary where people Serious? are champion game because he's from their local community. He talks about he brings um he's shown the light on where he's from. You know, as people always yeah, say. Yeah, but everyone no, everyone does that from their community, though, bruv. I know, I know, I know, and this is why for me, I'm looking to you to try and clarify this about Nipsey because for me, with Nipsey, he falls into that category. For me, nah, nah, of he's another he's rapper who's okay, shown so the light your, on their community. So for your understanding i'd say he's closer to kendrick bruv and kendrick will tell you this himself closer to kendrick than game yeah in terms of if for 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 amp's clarification because oh. he because amp okay. is trying to say now yeah for for him uplifting his community is just obviously people from his neighborhood respected him more because they're coming from the same place but i don't think it's that i think is way closer than that bruv i mean way further away from that from the content that he's speaking about, he's not just talking about his community, he's talking about all of us, bruv. Even to the fact going back to Africa and finding your roots, bruv. That's the stuff he was talking about. Game ain't never spoke yeah. like that. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, bruv. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's fine, yeah, and I want to be informed because obviously I haven't listened to this guy's music. It's cold, bruv. It's cold, it was cold, it was cold, bruv. Like, to be fair now, yeah, and this is probably... I, I, this is going to sound, I don't know, maybe misinformed from me, but I didn't know where Eritrea was until I started listening to Nipsey Hussle, bruv. Mm, shut up. I'm being serious, mm. bruv. No, no, you're lying. How are you going to mm. tell me I'm lying, bruv? No, you're lying, you're but, lying. Like, you're from but, South London, bruv. So what's your point? Oops. You didn't know? No, I can't believe it. No, <laughs> you're not... No. I'm being Don't serious, bruv. that much. Huh? Nah, Blad. Nah, you're hyping them up too much. <laughs> you knew where it was. I didn't know, bruv. I swear to God. You were saying you had no Eritreans in your school? No. We had Ethiopians. Really? We had Somalis. We didn't have no Eritreans in in South London. Is what? it? <laughs> you had no Eritreans? No Eritreans. Hey, my mum, you're lying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. If I'm lying, I'm fucking dying. What last you, bruv? No Eritreans, bruv. No Eritreans in my school, but we didn't have any Eritreans in our area. What is he talking I had about, bro? In my school, Eritreans in our area. You're lying, bro. Somalians, bro. We didn't have them in our area. We had Somalians. We had Ethiopians. We didn't have no Eritreans, bro. Eritrea. When did Eritrea come over here? When when Ethiopia bro, was fighting them? The what year people. was that? Eritrea and the same people. Yeah, no, but they had civil wars over there. They war. It's the same country. I know, but didn't they have the war? Pardon? Didn't they have their civil war? Yeah, what, and that's yeah, how the what? country split into Eritrea and Ethiopia. Am I, I lying? I'm not or sure, not? like maybe it's 50 years ago or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not flipping. the same people. Yeah, they're not the same people. They're not the same people, yeah, man. They are, they they are the same people. They're great people. You can't Pardon? tell them that. Don't tell them that because they'll knock you out, but they are they are effectively the same people. They're the same people. They and if the land is split, bro. But this is my point. This is what I'm telling you, bro. I didn't know. 
that there was a difference. Right. I just thought they enough. were all Ethiopian, I, bruv. I found that surprising. Until I started. But this is what I'm saying. I've been listening to Nipsey since 2007, bruv. Mm. So. Yeah, I didn't so, even know he was around. Exactly. That's when you found out. Huh? That's when you found out. About yeah, I think I found out on his second, so that would have been 2008, 2009, when he was talking about going back to Eritrea. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit. So I didn't know, bruv. Swear out mum's life. Bruh. Yeah. So wait, so what you had the Eritrean person yeah, in your Eritrean school? Somalians, if you didn't have the name. What was his name? name? Was like, yeah, you what, man, he's African. What was his uh, name? What was his name? Uh, Mohammed. Eritrean. <laughs> the one from Ethiopia was called Betley. And it was a guy from Somalia. What was his name? Bro, I was swear to God. I didn't, I didn't know, bruv. I swear to I didn't know, bruv. I didn't know. We didn't have none of, no, no Eritrean, no Eritrean or, or Ethiopian in my school. Not that I remember. Mm-hmm. Did not know, bruv. But yeah, man. So anyway, what was your point about the Eritrea anyway? That no, he was, he was talking. He was talking from earlier about going back, going back to Africa and discovering your roots. You get me? Mm. So that's what I'm saying. And it wasn't just about the community. He was trying to uplift all African Americans. <laughs> And then he had some spiritual awakening when he went to Eritrea, didn't he? Something. Yeah, he just felt like that's where he belonged, didn't it? Like, I was going to say, we all have this, you know, when you go back home, bruv. But, you know, you know, but, you know, you know, my guy. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you know what I wonder about, bruv? You know when you just, you, just that feeling you can't describe, but you feel it, innit? When you go back to Ghana. Feeling, um... I can't describe it. That's what I said. But you just know that feeling when you go when you go back to Ghana. You just know that's this is where you belong, kind of thing. Feeling at home. Do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. It lasts so long. Serious? Let's not gas the people now. Uh, but I can only speak about me, bruv. I can only speak about me, really? bruv. But they know that you're a bugger as soon as they as soon as soon as it gets real, yeah. I'm he's saying, talking about real. when you come back. He's talking about when you come back. Oh, when you come back, you get that feeling, yeah. No, yeah, I'm oh, just talking about both. I both, isn't it? Once you're there, I'm saying when, once you get there, you just know. Oh no, 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 no. Let's be real. Um, yeah, it's, mm. when you get there, yeah, and then people start calling you bogger, which yeah. means foreigner. Yeah, yeah, yeah start yeah, begging you for money. Then you know you're you know different. What? Yes, I'm different. We're not the same. You know, you're different. They can tell. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. They can't tell that, but flipping, I still don't feel no other way, bruv. Huh? I don't feel no other way, bruv. Well, you don't feel, you don't feel, I don't know, you don't feel di- different in any way when you're subject to that. No, because in my Not head, I'm thinking if if man, man's from South London now, yeah, flipping, yeah. when we was young and we got called all kind of names from the, from the man that we flipping used to chase us from the pub, bruv. Do you know what I mean? And it don't feel like That's that. Totally different. That's what I'm saying. It don't feel like that. How's that compare? You're saying if I feel a way. I don't feel a way. Yeah. What? To be isolated. What? To be be ostracised. Oh, shut up, bruv, about (laughs) ostracised. What do you mean? What do you mean ostracised? People are begging you purposely because they know you're not from around and they're calling you bogger. Oh, you know what? To be fair, I didn't, I didn't get that too. I didn't get that too tough. Bump you, bro. I didn't get that too tough, but the bump is now. Huh? 
No one tried to bump you? No, no, it happened, but flipping, I just spun it back on them, innit? Man spoke a bit of tree and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, like... So then where's the bumping? You know the prices or whatever, then yeah. that's fair enough. But yeah. initially, like, they know you're not... Like, they look at you as someone else. Like the locals. Yeah, Even but that's family, hustling, bro. bruv. And, I, and when, when I understand that, though. That's just the hustling mentality, bruv. But you still feel... You still feel at home even yes. when you have... Yeah. This is what I'm trying to say. This is what I'm saying because, like, I've to been me, in situations... sometimes it's a quick reminder. Like, I know it's all it's very romantic to say, oh, I feel like I'm at home and it's the motherland. And, yeah, you do get that feeling. Like, you feel that comfortability because you're mainly around your own people. Like, you're around people of your same ethnicity, you know? You're, you're around your Ghanaians. You're around people that speak in the language. You just feel, you feel, yes, I'm at home. Like, I'm not... I'm not in a foreign country. I'm not a minority here, Bruv. But then you, but then somebody is going to test you, and you, you suddenly become a minority yeah, in but, that country. Yeah, but if to me it's just hustling, bro. Because like the way the way I see that now, yeah, you're saying I was saying bugger, like give like mummy sicko or whatever, give me dough and that. It's the same way when yeah. man's going to the spa and the homeless man's asking me for dough, bro. It's just, it's the same difference to me, bro. Homeless asking you for dough. Yeah, over here. They're asking. They're asking everyone for money. Yeah, but that's what that's what I'm trying to they're say. I don't take it as a way, bro. They think you have it. They're not. You're not targeting you. See, you. But, oh. but I understand completely what you two are saying. But I think my question is slightly different because Nipsey had this spiritual awakening apparently there, which changed his perspective on things, didn't it? And changed the way he operated once he came back here. Obviously, what you two are discussing is feeling at home whilst you're there, you know. But my question was in response to him coming back to America after going to Eritrea and becoming not necessarily this new person, but having a change in his ideology and his purpose, I guess. So, well, what, 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 you know, obviously you've listened to his music and stuff and you've heard about his experience in Eritrea or wherever. So what changed? What what did he do? Like, what, because you were saying um, that experience made him more, what, more about black people in general or what, 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 what did it do? Yeah, well, this is quote from what he said. Now, he said, obviously, from the fact now, yeah, that obviously growing up in South Central LA, Slauson to be exact now, and growing up in that gangbanging mentality, you wake up to kill someone, innit? Effectively. Okay. And then the fact that flipping, he's gone over there now and it was just all family orientated. He'd never like had that experience of that love between people, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? So that mm. whole obviously I'm not saying he when he came back off the plane from Eritrea, he just changed straight away, but in the back yeah, of his yeah. mind he just knew that what he was doing before weren't right. Whereas beforehand, it was just second nature. Do you know what I mean? And then that's when it was the start of the process to obviously try and change the community and whatnot. Okay. So that's what that trip did to him. Okay. Okay. Where, what's he, where was he born? He was born in America. LA. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Crenshaw. Crenshaw Slauson. Slauson. Okay, so he, where, where he was born was flipping where they... What, what film is it? Was it Boys in the Hood? Was Boys in the Hood Crenshaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally round the corner. Crenshaw Mafia. Yeah. Okay, well, 
Yeah, okay. Okay, so yeah, okay, so he's got that sort of aspect, you know, that one brother, you know, don't hurt each other sort of thing, and okay. So, but we were talking, what we talked about before, back to his sort of lyrical sort of content and ability, and you said there's nobody else like him. Yeah. Right, okay. I'm just, I've got a question about him, the Tupac and him comparison, but I'm trying to think about how to ask it properly. So you two carry on and then... <laughs> no, yeah. So for when I was saying that, just to clarify on that, I was saying, that I don't think there'll be... I don't think no one is authentic because him. I don't think we'll see anyone as authentic as him in terms of obviously living that life and then being able to translate it into the music and then change your life around as well. I don't think we'll see it. You see, the change in the life, uh, that, that's a big statement, actually. We won't see anybody as authentic as him, somebody coming from the hood, being involved in it and turning their life around. I mean, for me, I always think with rappers, um, you are from that life until you make money and your life changes because you've made money and that's the turning point. Yeah. I I think that there's very few that it's a sort of mental process of, oh, shit, I shouldn't be doing any of this anymore. Oh, you know is this opportunity to rap that takes you away from it. That's, you know, and I could be wrong, but I think, personally, that's what happens. So what are you saying? So, no, no, I'm just uh, saying that. I'm saying because you said about being authentic, being from it, and the way he turned his life around, that yeah. lots of people have said that about many rappers. It's such a sort Please of common thing. adage that, you know, they changed their life around, you know, he was gangbanging and then he became this rapper and he changed his life around. But for me, I think that if the money's presented, it's usually the money that's changing your life around because you don't have to be around it anymore. Yeah, your I... circles start to change. Exactly. The people you're around change. Your opportunities change. You don't have to. You were gangbanging, you were selling drugs, you were doing whatever to get out of this lifestyle and you found a way through rap. Yeah. So, See... It, the, what what you're saying makes total sense logically now, yeah. However, let's just take rapper A as an example now, yeah. Flipping the gangbang. Bobby Shmurda. I mean, you can use Bobby Schmurder or somebody. You we got real to the no, point you're gonna no. make, but okay, go on. No, because you're not hearing my example yet. So <laughs> rapper A now, yeah. He gets he he makes a song. All right, let's just take Bobby Schmurder, innit? Like he flipping the tune blew off now, yeah. Innit? But he's still kind of in that life because all his associates around him are in that and he's still talking about that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? But the example I was going to use now, yeah, in contrast to Nipsey now, yeah, he just weren't changing. When I say changing his life around, he changed everyone else's life within his life in order to change his life around, if that makes sense. Are you talking about financially? Are you talking about just through his words? What, what, what? Both so financially and opportunities. Wow. So he, he provided opportunities for his brothers, his family, his mum, everything to obviously keep them away from that life in order to enhance so who, his, his life. his brothers, his family, his mum? Yeah, and his brethren and people within his community. So he changed a lot of people's lives, bruv, in order to change his life. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, all right, flipping, let's say, Bodry Smurder gets dough and he could just, let's just say, he could just, or Chief Keef started now, yeah? They get dough, they could just blow out. But everyone else that's connected within their life is still within that life. So how have you changed your life, really? Because you still need to go and see your people. You still need to yeah. go and see, do you know what I'm trying to say? But if you change everyone yeah. else's life 
around you to positivity and productivity, then obviously your life is going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind the gap. Mama's is just staring at the screen. Bravo. No, no, no I'm thinking. I'm not. No, no, I'm talking thinking. about bravo, bro. <laughs> He's just staring <laughs> no. at the screen, bro. Yeah, um, the bars, the bars. The bars, innit? <laughs> Boy, the bars. <laughs> I don't think I can rank it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know about that one. What is bars? Yeah. Bro, do you know what he's... Do you know, you're going to have to go listen to that, bro, because he, he nah, slept on. No pun intended. Yeah, he, I think he like, slept. But I, I was saying this, I was saying this like, when he was alive, bro. Kendrick throws him out of the water. What? Kendrick washes him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for lyrical, if we're just talking about lyrical ability only. No, even even real talk, Kendrick still washes him. What? what do you uh, mean sometimes real talk? you have bars like Biggie, and then you have real talk like Tupac. Just generalizing, yeah. Real talk versus bars. Kendrick washes him in both aspects. Mm. Wow, that's a wild Wash, statement. Washes, the what? That's a wild uh, statement. No, no, he washes him. Come on, Kendrick. That's, that's Kendrick, a bit wild. The God MC. Just, just give us, just give us just two give us Kendrick example. songs or for a few Kendrick songs that you're referring to. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. which Ooh. ones? We're we're talking about community. Just, just and real talk. About, yeah, we're, just we're real having, talk alone, bruv. We'll have to go back to section. Pardon? Just yeah, just real talk alone. Yeah, we'll have to go back to section eighty. Yeah. There's. Right, oh, God, you can I stop that? you a second? But uh, before you go, is how far back you've had to go. That's my point. And this, and this is my point about people changing. That, that Section 80 is what one of his earlier albums. I don't know if yeah. it's first or I don't know. I don't mm. know, whatever. But, you know, that's right at the beginning. And that's for me when you get the real talk from most rappers. And then it starts to Oh, decline. his most real talk album is... Um, what, uh, to Pimp a Butterfly? To Pimp a Butterfly. And that was only his last to second album. Well, no, to mm. Pimp a Butterfly. Like, he, I, think he, I think he took away all bars from that album. That whole album was real talk. Like, he said, this album, I'm black, I'm speaking real talk, this whole album. The whole album. Mm. And I think, damn, I think he brought in the bars again. It was a bit of a mixture of both. He tried to make it musical. But the Pimper Butterfly, the whole album was just brutal. Yeah, it was actually, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Kendrick washes in both, both aspects. Come on. What? Our kid, are you saying different? No, I'm just, I'm, yeah, lyrically, Kendrick smokes him. But well, when you're talking about message, talk, when you're talking about message, does he compete with him when you're talking about message? I don't think Kendrick does, bruv. Not for message. I can't because I'm just trying to go through my head. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to pick out a poignant. Impossible. Right, pick out a poignant. Impossible. uh, Pick out a poignant um, uh, Kendrick message now. Impossible. It's impossible to pick out a poignant Kendrick message. No, it's impossible to say that Nipsey has a chance. But you know what? This is what this is my point though. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't actually critique on that because you've only listened to. You've only listened to a handful. Great point. That's a fucking great point. Where but I can. If he, if he can, then why was he not as renowned as Kendrick is? Because Kendrick's got a machine behind him, bruv. He's signed. No! What do you mean, no? Ken- Kendrick earned that machine. What do you mean? And, it, and Kendrick's not out. Kendrick's not out here. You don't see him everywhere. He's not out here, like, 
promoted everywhere. It's the music. What do you mean? What do, whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Please, what do you, please don't under, please don't underestimate you, or undermine Kendrick. I'm not undermining him, but I'm saying he, I, I'm stating facts. Kendrick has got a machine behind him. Is that a fact or not? You can kiss so, your so teeth, is, but is it so, fact so or is it then? fact or not, bruv? Is it fact or fiction? So, so okay, so you're really, you're really, okay. I'm gonna go. I need to go and listen to something. This is what I'm you're trying saying, to say, bro. You're saying when it comes to real talk, real talk, bro. I don't know, bro. For a message, about, yeah. For a I'm message on all aspects, bro. Yeah. So I'm not talking about any similes. Nah. For, this is what I'm, I'm saying. That's that's why I give that's why I give that to Kendrick. I'll give that to Kendrick all day long for the similes, triple entendres, all of that shit. Yeah. But for just real speak and to take a message from and for someone to take a message and apply it in their life, it's Nipsey, bro. Hands down, bro. And you're taking away his interviews, so that's not including. Nah, no, you're just, just about not, not interviews, bro. I love myself. I'm not interviews, bro. I'm not fuck the interviews. I'm talking about music alone, bro. Wow. The marathon kick. Come on, bruv. Nah, bruv. Kendrick. Kendrick. All right, Kendrick. Apart from I love myself, go on. What else? Bruv, there's a host. I can't so think what of else, bruv? Head, but there's, there's a host of songs. Yeah, but you're, you're saying there's a host, but you're not you're not bringing nothing to the table, bruv. <laughs> bring something to the table. Okay, you bring something to the table. Then. The marathon continues, the moment, yeah? Nipsey Hustle. The marathon continues. Nipsey Hustles now. Back 11 on the dresser, yeah? Questions. Come on, bruv. Did... What? Come on, bruv. You talking... Abs, back me up, because when it comes to music, yeah, I take this shit yeah, serious. Yeah. I take this shit yeah, serious. Yeah. And I'm not saying... Yeah. I, think, I think Kendrick is the GOAT, bruv. You know what I'm saying? In terms of delivery... In terms of what he's saying, in terms of the lyrical acrobatic acrobatics he can do, but for mm. message, for message, like bro, if if this <laughs> if this is if this was a the film message. now, yeah, if this was a film now, yeah, and message came up, you'll see Nipsey's face. That's all I'm saying, bro. My wow. man, bro. If this was if this <laughs> if this was don't be a menace, this I was George drinking your juice in the hood now, yeah. Flipping my man wow. Kendrick will be Damon Wayne's or the Wayne's brother, and my man when he says message that will be Nipsey Hustle. That's the best way to pull it. Wow. And I'm standing by that. Wow. <laughs> that's a yeah. That's a big statement. I mean, bravo. Where's where's your comeback? Where's your examples of Kendrick Lamar? Um, to pimp a butterfly. Tell him, tell him the tracks. Which yeah, the tracks, tracks bro. Because I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't remember all the track names. That's my point. I don't remember the track, remember the track listings. And that's my point. The fact that you can't remember it says it all, bro. Because the message weren't weren't hitting. No, that's just that's that's just me personally. So, so then why are you why are you involved in this debate then? If you can't bring facts to it, I can't bring facts. Yeah, I want facts, bro. You know what? We'll have like a round I said, two. Yeah. Like because, I said, all right, do you know what? Sorry to cut you off, yeah? Because I know for a fact, if I was to say Tupac, a message, you'll be able to reel off a whole list of tracks. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's imprinted, that's imprinted in my brain, isn't it? Because the like, message that, is there. That doesn't mean I'm less of a fan of Kendrick. Actually, you just reminded me, there is a song called Mortal Man with Tupac on there, the last song, Yeah. Pure message. The whole album is messages. Yeah, and you remember I mean, that because Wes's, of Tupac. Wes's theory, okay, Wes's theory, institutionalized. King, King, King Kunta. Yeah, but you remembered King, Mortal Man because King Tupac was on there, bruv. That's why yeah, you well, remember that. King Kunta. Yeah. When he's saying, when he's saying that we're all kings. 
He's spitting deep messages on those what's songs. The song, what's the song? What's King Kunta about? I don't King Kunta. I don't yeah. It's about the black experience. What specifically? Because the, the whole album is about the black experience. So what specifically? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the whole album is about the black experience. So what right. specifically, though? Because Wesley's theory or whatever, I can't remember, institutionalizes about black people being institutionalized and certain aspects. So Wesley's theory is, I can't remember what that's about, but I remember, you know. But yeah, so what in particular is King Kunta about? And I'm yeah, not... he's talking about, he's talking about Kunta Kente. It's, it's like he's... It's like he's made a story out of Kunta Kente and slaves and the experience of, of slavery from from Africa to America. That's what it's about. Bruv, when you hear this back, you yourself will laugh at your, your explanation, bruv. Why? <laughs> they said, it's, it's um, Kun Kunta, it's about Kunta... Nah, bruv. That's you just <laughs> said the it title, bruv. It's about Kunta Kente. What do you mean? Not... Bruv. Do you know, Kendrick, Kendrick is cold, yeah? But I think, my, me personally, I think with Kendrick's message kind of um, tunes, I think you've got to decode them to get the message. I don't think the message actually slaps you in the face with what he says, me personally. Mm, I think okay. you have to decode okay. it and there's layers to it. But the message yeah. is there. Yeah. But with yeah. Nipsey and with obviously like Pac, for instance, the message will slap you right in your face, bruv. Yeah, you're right. And that's what I'm on about messages, bruv. And that's why yeah. you can't give me a definitive answer, Bravo. Because you know the message is there, but you just don't know how to retrieve the message. Because it's yeah, decoded. how to retrieve. I think Cause he's you decoded it. have... What, what, kind of going to be all right. You are? We're going to be all right. But these are just sound bites for me, um, like that, we're going to be all right. Like, it's, yeah, that is quite obvious. But what you said there with Tupac, um, I can't talk about Nipsey Hussle, but it is very straightforward. You know Kendrick's, uh, but Kendrick's intricate. Yes, yeah, you know, so those songs bro. that you're talking about, at face value, it's easy yeah. to say, like, like Bravo said, something like King Kunta. If you show it to anybody who has some understanding of black history, they would assume that it's uh, something to do with Kunta Kente or something, you know, just on the basis of its of title. The title. Just of the title alone. Yeah. But when listening to it, you know, I think it's a lot more intricate and to pick up the messages is a bit harder. I listen to um, something on Spotify, a podcast, and the podcast is wholly dedicated to Kendrick Lamar's album, albums and picking apart what he's saying. Yeah. And some of the stuff, I'm just like, wow, yeah, I didn't get that. Because I think, I think for me, like, the message that hits me the most on all of Kendrick's projects is Duckworth. And that's about karma, bruv. Do you know what I'm saying? But you've got to dig deep to, to get the message from that. But it resonates with me the most. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And that's that's just yeah. Kendrick all over, bruv. He's sick. No, I'm never I'm no I'm not saying he's yeah, not sick yeah, at yeah. all. But the message never slaps you in the face, bruv, personally. In my opinion. And I get and I guess that's why it's so hard, like when brother you were asked, it was a bit harder to recall you know, clearer messages or the tracks, you know. I think that maybe that's why. But not to say that the message isn't there because Kendrick Lamar, definitely the messages are within the track, you yeah, know, and like, some it, of them are a bit... Now that I think about it, he probably, he, Kendrick probably has a message in every single song, even even swimming pools, bruv. Do you know what I mean? But you've got to decode it to get the message out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, I guess, yeah. Is he still there? He's reading. I don't think you need to decode swimming pools. You what? I don't think you need to decode swimming pools. 
No, I don't think I don't think actually you need to decode it. The message is more is most obvious in that actually. But it's, it's right, it's, it's right there. It's pretty, it's pretty yeah. obvious. I don't think you need to decode or anything really or decipher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So this Nipsey guy, yeah, you're saying he, oh, okay, and 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 Tupac, because when it comes to lyrical ability and playing with words and doing things like Eminem would or Jay Z or Biggie, that's not Tupac's lane, in it? Nah, it's not Tupac's lane. Would, 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 are you saying you said there'll be no one ever like Nipsey? Yeah, yeah. in terms of real talk. Yeah. So do you rate him above Tupac in, 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 in that in that sense? So what I said, and I'll repeat it again, <laughs> yeah, for clarification, as I said, for the authentic for the authenticity of someone that's come from that life to then spit that real talk, there won't be anyone else like him, no. Okay, that doesn't ask my question. What do you mean? comparison with him and Tupac what for real talk only mm-hmm. it's tough for me man it's tough <laughs> it is tough it is tough bruv because I'm trying to I'm trying to think now yeah I'm going but in my head I'm just going through my Tupac discovery <laughs> yeah trying to Trying to trying to weigh up. Just Tupac what? You know what I mean. It's Tupac catalog, yeah. Trying to trying. To... <laughs> you're a pagan, you bro. Cut the recording. It's alright. I'll just cut this bit out. You think you're slick? Tupac discovery. Tupac out <laughs> catalog now, yeah. Right. Just to... You're watching Cable London Discovery Channel. Bro, I'm gonna discovery. All this talk, I'm deleting it out anyway. So huh? I'm just going through my <laughs> mental ca- Tupac catalog now, yeah. Yeah. And just to to weigh up. The real talk compared with with everything See, else. See, the thing is, I'm, I'm not a Tupac fan, fan yet, and I've never have been a Tupac fan because there wasn't a lot of not necessarily creativity, but he wasn't doing the acrobatics and you know giving these sort of English lessons. You know, he wasn't doing that, and it was very plain and simple what he was doing. But do you think what Nipsey spat? will ever be recorded in books and potentially yeah. used in lessons like Tupac's writings are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So it could be studied in school and presented in lessons. I do. And used to educate. Yeah. On certain tunes, yeah. Obviously, they might have to bleep out the N-word on a few of them. But like for what he's saying, yeah, I do. I should listen to this guy because, I mean, if you're saying this, then this guy is, you know, he's really up there. I, I, I think he's cold, bruv. And, but I've been, I've been, I've been on Nipsey for time, bruv. And this is Because I'm talking about for the culture, as a cultural icon. Yeah, bruv. Then you're talking about he is a real cultural icon. I've, I've, I feel Nipsey from time, bruv. That. He just always stood out to me, right. Wow, but you know this. Oh, you've been you've been in my car from back then, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, know, I know you banged him like that, like boom, boom, boom. But you're saying almost like this guy transcends the jet, the the culture, just like you know, Tupac sort of transcends the 
culture, doesn't he? So yeah, of yeah. Do you know what though? Do you know what? Let me get out of my bag. Let me get. Let me. Let me get out of my <laughs> my thing because obviously now, yeah. The way Tupac transcended the culture, obviously the death played a major part of it. Like we've got to be real about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, if Tupac was still alive today, would do you reckon his lyrics would still be studied as they have been? Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? So, I've got to take my He might just be nasty. He might just be nasty. So, yeah. Maybe not. You know what I'm trying to say? So, it's a tough one. Obviously, I've got to take the sentiment side of out of it because... But, but no, like, I, I've... Bruv, the, the stuff Nipsey used to say now, obviously, he ain't no flipping... Like I said, lyrical, lyrical, miracle, lyrical, none of that's it. But there's things that you said now that are real inc- and can relate that I would rewind to. I'd be like, oh my, my man just said that, you know. So, I don't know, man. Wow. Wow. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I have to listen to some of his stuff, I guess. And I mean, people... I do find it hard. It's not an enjoyable experience, some of his stuff. I have, it hasn't been an enjoyable experience. <laughs> to find the free tracks that I've liked, but okay. Do you know what I'll do? Do you know what I'll do? Let's take it back old school, bruv. I'll make you a mix CD <laughs> or a mix yeah, playlist yeah, now, yeah, 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 And yeah. I'll send it to you, man, innit? Recommended tracks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's just and then, play and then, that and game. then whatever you make your judgment for that, if if it's a yay or nay, then then we'll let the argument lie in it. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo, are you convinced this legendary status? about um, comparisons. Well, yeah, Nipsey, in general, that he's been held in such high regard. Because he because he died. Oh, is that what you're saying? Nipsey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. It's, it's, the, same for, it's the same for both. Dead who, rappers who, get better promotion. Who was shouting Nipsey's name when he was alive? I was. <laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You have core fans, like I said. I, like my brethren in my school was a big fan of Nipsey before he died. He had the All Eyes on Me T-shirt. Two pack, two pack. Who had that? Who had that in year seven? But I'm saying, who was saying? Who was talking about Nipsey before he died? A lot of people were. No, 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 no. Man no. was Grammy nominated, you know. No, 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 Man's no. Grammy nominated. Come on, bro. No. That's just that's just not four fans. It's the same for both. Wow. Like your, your, your death elevates your status. No, I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent, bro. You're nobody till somebody kills you, like like Biggie. I said. hear that. I hear all of that now. Yeah, but but people were. He was. He was. Maybe he was only prevalent. Biggie's an exception to that rule. Yeah, I I have to agree with that. Growing well, up, well, I, I well, won't even read. Like Biggie was. Biggie was something else. Like in, in terms, terms of being of... notorious before you die. So you're saying that Biggie's like status has remained the same? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because my man only had two albums, bro. Yeah, he was he was loved. He was rated. People calling him the greatest when he was alive. Yeah, true. So it didn't change when he died. Yeah, you know what I mean, and his technical Whereas ability no was, one was calling, else. No one was calling Big Pun and Big L the greatest before. No one was rating them like that before they died. Yeah, but, yeah, but I rated re- 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 Big Pun before he died. But yeah, I guess but people, that, people got... weren't saying like giving him all these labels. Yeah, but you, you're forgetting now. Yeah, people. Sorry, you're forgetting now that Biggie had probably the biggest hype man in the game by his side, innit? Yeah. We can't not forget Puffy's Puffy's contribution to that hype, bruv. Come on. Yeah. Puffy's contribution. 
greatest rapper alive. Mama was gassing him up, bruv. But, no, but, but for me, yeah, Biggie, Biggie is probably the best rapper. No, no, it's um, Jay Z. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Jay Z now. Shout. Yeah. Yeah. But it goes back to that thing, like um, my old brothers. He's he's for it. The idea that you can't just judge it off the two albums because there's people out here who've got a bigger catalog, right? But then I know people who say, yeah, you can. You can just take his two albums or whatever they were and compare it to somebody's whole catalogue. You can do it based on their skill. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one, one man. Because, like... Because it's like, you have... Uh, it's it's like, big L and big pun as well, and it's hard. you call someone the greatest who only had two albums? Yeah, there were two solid albums. But it's not, it's, it's not his fault, innit? It's not his fault. Like you, could have, you, could have, you could have had one album, really. Yeah. Like, really, he had one album before he died. I know I know. Um, Life After Death was finished. But he had one album before he died, technically. Yeah. And, I don't know, man. It's mad, isn't it? It is mad. It's like a big pun as like, well, you got, you got a whole Jay-Z, you got a whole... What, three, no, four years yeah. of Jay-Z. Yeah. Jay-Z's catalogue versus what Biggie was, what, three years? Yeah. Four years? Yeah, four years. Do you know what I think, I think people should do? Uh, I don't know, it's mad though, like... Uh, it's hard though, isn't it? Like, I was gonna I was gonna say that you should just put, like, technically, innit? Like, for a rapper, your first album should be your best, innit? Because <laughs> you're trying no, to impress the whole world, innit? Like but it never, it never works out like that, does it? <laughs> no. Because that used to be my old theory, that, like, you know, people talk about their first album was their best album, and for lots of people, it did work. But yeah. then I think it was Jay Z that changed it when he released Black Album. Now, then, whoa, 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 whoa. You reckon that's better than Blueprint? Whoa, no, whoa. Oh, no, Blueprint, sorry. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. It was when he released Blueprint. It okay. made me rethink okay. that. Okay. And then, furthermore, when he re- released Black Album, then so I'll you think, it even more. You think no, Black, I think Black albums... Album rivals Reason was that out? Oh, you're chatting shit. You are chatting shit. You are chatting <laughs> shit. <laughs> You, yeah, my friend, I, the chat is shit. Reasonable. What? I, I love the Black Album. It's though. better I, than Reasonable Black Doubt. Is, Black Album is polished. Yeah, I love. It's the not Black better than album. Reasonable Doubt though. Black Album I, is I so top, well put together. Top three though. Yeah, Black Album so well put together. I mean, it, there's not many three. tracks. There's not many tracks that I can't remember not being on there with Reasonable Doubt. There's a few tracks that are still sick, but I forget they're no, on the, the album. The, the one track that I skipped on Black Album. What's that? And that's that Justify My Love shit. Yeah, with Justify the, 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 the yeah. Get out yeah, of yeah, there. Yeah, I don't skip shit, any skip. tunes on Reasonable Doubt, bro. Pardon? I don't skip any tunes on Reasonable Doubt. No, no, you don't. You don't? That's it just right. plays. It's, it's no. a, it's a complete album. There's some that I forget album. are there. What? And I don't think I skip any on Blueprint either. No. Uh, Hola Ho Vito sometimes I skip that Hola Ho Vito yeah uh, it's, still a, it's still a decent track guys. Right? I don't think it's it's skippable but it's not one that I skip yeah there's, there's not even a skippable tune on Reasonable Doubt it's like it's straight skip it annoys me there's not even a skippable tune on Reasonable Doubt like there's a skippable tune on Life After Death oh yeah there's a few it's the um, oh, what's the one when he's singing yeah. Play, uh, play, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
actually yeah. sound like it, bro. But then again, it, bro. it's a double disc. Like, it's a double disc of pure quality. Yeah. Could, did you skip anything on All Eyes on Me, bruv? Pardon? Did you ever skip anything on All Eyes on Me? Yeah, um, phone number. What's your phone? What's your phone, I was just about what's to your phone number? Yeah. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it that was? One, and the bars on that are whack as well. Nah, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, when it first started, like there was the, the production was shit. I weren't feeling production, and then later on, I used to play it, and I was like, this is actually joke, bro. This is actually I used to feel it, bro. Yeah, what's your phone number? Is, uh, it's, it's terrible, man. It didn't have to be on there. I think it was just like, oh, let's throw one for yeah. the ladies. Yeah, that's what, that's what you call a true but, definition of a filler. She never had sex with a rich rap star till I got her in the bed with my boyfriend's car. Hey, fuck off, bro. What'd you say? <laughs> when he spits that bar in it, she said she never had sex with a rich rap star till I got her in the back of my best friend's oh, car. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bro, the, yeah. The thing about Tupac, though, he did have a lot of filler, and it it was it's telling since he died with the postman for, with the posthumous albums, yeah, a lot of those were filler, polyfillers. Like, obviously, he was died. He, he, he like he was dead in it. Like so, he, he wasn't in control of his music, but he was a hard worker. Like, they compare him to Lil Wayne in terms of working. No, they compare like, Lil they, Wayne they, they, they to say, Tupac. They say Biggie was a perfectionist. He wanted to perfect everything, bam, bam, bam. Where Tupac was like, let's write it and get out of it. Write oh, yeah. it, spit it, get it out. And yeah, he mostly he picked the good songs for his albums. But there was a lot of trash after that that came out in the Postman's albums. Like I think Machiavelli was was completed before he died. So yeah, that that's, album's that's, cool. That's, that's sort of like life after death, whereas it was fully completed. So that's fair enough. So and are you still down with like eh? Like some tracks are hard, some tracks are eh? Do, do you reckon? And then by and then until the end of time, and then by the time it got to was it? One Rose in the Grave or whatever it was, one of those late Puspos albums, you're like, oh my days. You Just, have to fill this with Ja Rule and fucking Ashanti because it's terrible. Yeah, but do, do you reckon, do you reckon if he was still about, I, like, the, the tunes that got released now, it's because he didn't obviously no, don't no, have no, no control. No, 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 they they never would have sounded like that. The verses he'd they, re- they basically re- released throwaways. Yeah. That's what he did. But I think he would have um, been like Lil Wayne. I, I, I do think he would have released everything. We would just have an influx of music and it would be sort of what's good, what's bad, you know, and I think that, that would have killed him. Yeah. No, but the thing is, he improved with yeah. every album. Uh, so, I don't, so it's hard yeah, to say. Like, if, if you look at his discography, which is like five before he died, five albums, every album was an improvement on the last. Yeah. Come with like Machiavelli is probably his best album and he's his most lyrical as well that's when he started spitting he started I think I think he realised that he has the ability to spit bars and I think be he always a bit more because... poetic than just than just speaking from the heart and just saying anything mm. I think he always had well because he's from he was from the east coast isn't it originally but yeah, he's from he just York. tried so hard to obviously because he's a beef in them a lot to just sound polar opposite to them so it was just aggression yeah. and shouting. Yeah. See, shouting. You telling me Tupac didn't shout? What did you What did you say? I said to be aggressive and shouting. Is that what you relate to Tupac? You telling me he he never shouted on no tunes? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not prevalent. It's not DMX or Meek Mill. No, that's that's, that's barking. That's barking and screaming, bro. <laughs> Tupac shouting. That's, that's why I butt your bitch. That's a shout, bro. 
Yeah. Can I just say that when we were younger, younger and people used to do impressions of him, that that it resembles some of the impressions. Come on, yeah. What? Nah, that's you know what? You know the story I said about his flow? Yeah. It's misinformed because when you listen to the music, it's not all shouting, bro. Bruv. Like bruv. Me Against the World, the album Me Against the World is probably the most softest vocal yeah. you've ever heard. Yeah, it's on that because that album yeah. was because he was in prison, bruv. Yeah. So, and he was There's mellow. There's a couple shouting tracks on All Eyes on Me. There's You Can't See Me, like the aggressive ones. Yeah, Machiavelli you was, can't though. See like, me. There's a lot of shouting on Machiavelli. Machiavelli. Because um, he was angry, bruv. Come on. There was yeah. anger, there was aggression, but it wasn't shouting. Bruv, that's in just... It was just a good mix down, bruv. It, it, was wasn't, a good, it wasn't shouting. He, yeah, that me and my girlfriend, like, when I think of that song, it, it reminds me of aggression and shouting, that bruv, me and my girlfriend. I know you're a Tupac fan, but say the truth and the truth 17 is 17 like Brandy, you just want to be down. <laughs> Buzz. It would, have been, it would have been interesting to see where he would have ended up, what he would be like now. Because I always do think to myself, would he have gone down the same road as Nas? Would he have been sort of Nasish? You know, what would he have become? I think people would have quickly got bored of him, I think. I don't think he would have been able to hang. Nah, he's, he's, a, he's a polarizing figure, man. I, I think he would have always had bars. Uh, I think he maybe right. would have um, been assigned to the role of like Rakim or something like that. You know when people I don't, just sit I don't, around with, like, with Rakim and give, I, give him a title and sit around. Listen, I don't even think he would have. He would have carried on rapping. Mum's life. I reckon he would have just. Yeah. He would oh, have no, just I been like how Ice Cube yeah. is now. He said that himself. What? He said he wasn't going to rap forever. Yeah, exactly. He would. He would, he would be. Yeah, he'd executive. be what Ice Cube is now, bruv. That would be Tupac, what Ice Cube is now, bruv. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, as commercial yeah, yeah. like that? Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I, My I, mum I was up there, bruv. Been. You think it would have been as commercial as that? What? Tupac? Are you mad, bruv? Yeah, well, yeah, he'd be Ice Cube, bruv. Wow. Well, I, I, I still think there would have been some element of, like, fighter, freedom fighter in the work that he did. Yeah, he probably would have done, would have done a few films and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, like or, or leading a cause, you know. Yeah, he's, vocal, he's, a, being he's, a vocal. A, he's a good actor, though, as well. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one thing you have to give him as well. He's yeah, that's probably, okay. When you talk about rapper actors, he's top five. Yeah, well, it's all the, the, the others are quite horrendous. I mean, <laughs> we haven't got a good list. Wait, you got Cube, you Ice got, Cube, you yeah, got Ice Cube. Common, mm. you got Mos Def. Mm. Common? Yeah, Common. Common, yeah. Common, yeah. I wouldn't say he's good. Common, Cube, Mos Def. Cube's good. Mos Def is good. But was Mos Def trained? Obviously, Mos Def was trained. One, one voice, one voice. You're muffled. Go on. Bravo, you I'm speak. I'm sure Mos Def was actor first. Yeah, Mos Def was actor first. Uh, yeah. Was Mos Def actor first? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we can't... Yeah, he's a trained actor, man. Yeah, but you could say Tupac was, though. Huh? You could say Tupac was. Tupac was a trained... Yeah, yeah, he's a trained actor. He went to theatre school first, bro. I know he went to theatre school, but he didn't didn't have any sort of productions, did he? No, but he was still trained, though. official productions. But he had a trade. He had to train, though. Most Death was actually in movies before he was a rapper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, 
I mean, the list isn't great, to be honest. Ice-T isn't a great actor either. I, mean, uh, I know he's been acting since God knows when, but he isn't the greatest either. I don't think he's a good rapper either. What's that? So, what? so I don't what, think Ice-T's a... LL? LL, Tupac and Will Smith. LL. Oh, yeah. And Ice Cube, no, no, uh, yeah, and Ice oh, Cube, actually, yeah, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube has yeah. to be in there because Ice Cube's in there. And then who, who completes the five? <laughs> Nobody. I, it's, I, I'm stuck. Oh, did we say Mosef? Oh, Mosef, yeah, Mosef. Common, Common. Yeah. Nah, I've got Common. I think, I think Common's decent. I think Common's decent, uh, man. I've seen him in a few movies and like, yeah. Um, the worst has to go to Jay Z. Yeah. What well, films everybody been in? in those films? Huh? Oh wait, everybody wait, sorry, 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 sorry. Cameron. Uh, no, no, no. He's no. the worst. Jay Z's the worst. Paid in full. No, you're Cameron. No, Cameron was sick and paid in full. Paid in full. What do you mean? He said niggas got shot. He was sick. He was sick and paid in full. He was sick and paid in full. Huh? He was sick and paid in full. Yeah, you're sick. Bro, bravo, bravo, bro. Hey. Bravo, you're tough, right? bravo, amps, amps, amps. Touch me what down, bruv. Are you mad, Peyton Fool? Yeah. That's what I'm sick. saying. Niggas get shot every day, B. Yeah, that's you're what I'm tough, saying. Right? He, was, he was big. Oh, I thought you were saying he was in the bottom. No. no. Oh, okay. No, yeah, that's no, what I'm saying. No. He's, he's not in the bottom. No, I well, said he's tough, bruv. That's one film. I was the, yeah. All the other things I've seen him in, he's been horrible. I've not seen him in I've seen the bottom is like Jay-Z... Beanie, oh. all the yeah. man that tried to. Ludacris Everybody is not too bad, actually. Oh yeah, Ludacris is not too bad. Yeah, he's not too bad. Everybody in Paper Soldiers or whatever that film's called is in that list. Everybody in that film is it called Paper Soldiers, Toy Soldiers, or whatever. Oh, is it Master P? Yeah, Paper Paper Soldiers, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody that's ever been in a Master P film as well, they're all in the bottom as well. Oh, yeah, all yeah, of them. They're all all trash. All of them. <laughs> Jay Z was what so bad, man. What about Snoop? Training Day. Was he been? Training, training Day. He was in um... Baby Boy. Training Day. Yeah, he was in Baby Boy. Training Day. He was in. He was in. He was in Bones, a movie called Bones. He was in Bones. that film with um, um, Devin and Thingy go back to school or something with Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Snoop, Snoop ain't a good actor. Hey, no. I know. Wait, well, we are doing bad. Method, Method Red, Method Red, Method Man, Method Man. Oh yeah, yeah. On the, the wire, com- on the comedic shit. No, yeah. bro, he's done well, some in serious. The in the wire, I, 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 haven't seen, I haven't seen the wire. Oh, in the wire, he was good. Good, isn't it? He was cheese, cheese, red man. He was red cheese man. in the wire. Yeah. Method, Method Man. Method Man, sorry, yeah? Method Man. Yeah. yeah what about Eminem? Boo, rubbish. Eight Mile. Uh, that was... was him. It was about him, though. How can you play yourself bad? <laughs> it's a film about you. How can you play a film about yourself <laughs> bad? That's the title. No. <laughs> <laughs> How can you play a film about yourself bad? You don't no. even ratings. No. <laughs> nah, bro. No, he's being himself. Ah, uh, nah. What? Fifty. Nah, he's like, get rich and die trying. Nah, nah. Curtis, whoa, 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 Power. Movies. 50 was good in Power, you know. Yeah, I think his previous movies, he was kind of dead. But Power, he was all right. Nah, what, what was the he, film? He was what, was the, what was that film he was, was with him? Um, and he played that, it was that British film. Oh, my God. And he played the villain with oh, the glasses. Um, Life and Lyrics. No, is it? No, oh, it wasn't Life and Lyrics. No, it wasn't that. The one with Asher D? Yeah, yeah, is that what it was? 
think. Well, I think Asher D was in it. Because I no, believe Asher, what Asher we were D in. was in. Get, was it Get Rich? I was afraid there's a movie called Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, 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 yeah that's was his, in that. Asher uh, D was in that one, isn't it? Yeah, but Asher D was in another one with 50 Cent as well. But 50 Cent, like, he plays the bad guy and he's in a suit and he's got glasses on. And he's basically the top dog. But he's 50s are a decent actor, man. He is actually, you're right, because he plays, he's in the film with um, Bobby De Niro and yeah. Al Pacino, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in All Things Oh, We forgot one. Go on. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He, yeah, he, he rounds up the top five. He, he he's yeah. just he's just talented at everything. My man's a standout comedian and everything, bro. He's cool. Yeah, Charlie Charlie can be. Is up. he a trained actor as well, though? Was he acting before? I'm I sure. Think he he, I think he. I think he might have been. He's yeah. A, yeah. one of those ones, isn't it? Like, I'm yeah. not really sure what came first. Yeah. But he's 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 talented anyway. He's a talented brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's, a talented, he's a talented brother, but who else is there? Hey. Anyone else? Um, what about um? Think, um from Onyx. What's her name? Uh, look, Fred Ostar. <laughs> oh, Fred Ostar. Q, Q from Moesha. Q. That is dead man. And Sticky no, Fingers um, from Onyx. And Sticky Fingers as well. What's He's her in name? Um, some Spike Lee film. Sticky yeah. Fingers. What about Fat Joe? Nah, I've not seen him in seen... any films. You, you haven't seen Queen, Queen Latifah? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So I, I think she's been lucky because she's she's found her lane. You know, she, they found roles that. Yeah, she's like she's, personality. You might as well say she's an actor now because that's what she is. Yeah, you know what I mean, like she's she proper found her lane. What about Eve? Oh, she was in those like sitcoms back in the day. She, she had her own show. Yeah, mm. she had her own show. But what was I gonna say? Flipping. Oh, I said sticky fingers, but I was going. Yeah, Fat Joe, he's in. Um, she's got to have it. Spike Lee's. Um, nah, impossible. Yeah, he. Well, watch it. Well, for the character that he plays, he's pretty decent. Nah, I'll have to pass on that one, thank you. <laughs> uh, but you haven't even seen him in anything yet. As I was saying, I'll have to pass on that one, thank you. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, get out of here, man. Is he in the movie? Yeah, I forgot what it's called though. It's like some prison film. <laughs> I don't see him. Is he being himself, innit? Just... No, no. Well, he didn't have any businesses in the film, so he wasn't being himself, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I'd have to put Tupac up there. Tupac. Yeah, Pac is definitely up there. LL. Because he set there. the trend as well, split. didn't he? Basically, well, Cube did, didn't it? And then he did. What's that? I was going to say he set the trend for rappers acting, but it was Cube first, wasn't it? Mm, no, Tupac was before him. Was he? With yeah. what? When was Boys in the Hood? With, with Above the Rim. Was, was it Boys in the Hood before Juice. that? Juice was all that. That was all like 93. Was that before, was that before Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood was mm. 94, I think, or 95. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea about dates. Okay. <laughs> it might have been around the same time, you know. Yeah, that's. I thought. I thought that was that was John Singleton's first one, innit? So I thought that. Yeah, was because before yeah, because Super worked with John Singleton as well, innit? So. Mm. Yeah. But so all above the rim, all those albums were like ninety two, ninety three. Okay. So around the, around the same time. But you better get your facts right, you know, because you know, our viewers might oh. pull you up on this one. Hmm. 
I said our listeners might pull you up on this one, bruv. You need to get the... No, see? See, well, see? See, I knew I was right, bruv. What's 1991 that? it was. What? Boys in the Hood? Boys in the Hood was 1991. And that's... that's 91? 91, bruv. And that's the UK release. Get out well, of here, yeah, man. Yeah. I know what I know when... Yes, bruv. So Cube was the first. I remember that one. When was Tupac's first movie then? It was like 93, 92. Wow, go, 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 go. I think it might have been Juice. So Poetic Justice was 93. Uh, let me see mm. Juice. Just, just, just type Tupac movies, innit? Yeah. Oh, come on. Juice is 92. Yeah. Nothing mm. but, nothing but trouble, 91. Mind the gap. Yes. <laughs> Cube did it, didn't he? Cube did it. Just before... Uh, I'm going to change um, the topic slightly. Have you not been watching the DJ battles? The, the producer battles? What, on, on Instagram Live? Yeah, yeah, but I haven't watched them. I've been watching them on YouTube, so I watched them on YouTube. You as well. Yeah, my guy. My guy, Skepta. My guy. Yeah. Who? Premier and Rizzo. I I missed that. That was yesterday, so I'm going to catch that later. Yeah, I I missed that one as well. But who have you been been impressed by? Producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've only seen one other one. Who? Uh, Ninth Wonder and Mike. Is it Michael made it? Oh, Oh, I've not seen that. Michael made it. Wow. Mm. They had one. Yeah. Ninth one that slaughtered him, right? I didn't watch it. Oh. Oh, I thought you said you seen it. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. No, I saw it advertised. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Well, I watched two. Um, I watched Neo versus John to Austin. Like, oh, I did... the, the songwriter one. Yeah. I didn't know these people. They wrote so many songs. Like, between these two, they wrote some of the big hits of you know this is bro, why, why i was trying to tell you the thing man the last because time he's picking your nose oh i screenshot it screenshot it screenshot it screenshot it oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a trap i'm never shaking your hand I'm, again but the one what, i was gonna this... the one i was gonna say is the big one is obviously the big one is timberland versus swiss beats Oh, I ain't seen no American one. shit. They've, What's that? They've battled before, though. Yeah, they've battled yeah. before. I've not seen no American producer clash. I've seen the UK ones. Oh, we're skeptical slew in um, little J1. J5. Massive J5. J1. Hey! Wait, take that bit out. Make sure you cut it out. <laughs> That's staying in, bro. That it's, is gold. It's sponges. Yeah, I'm, I, was, I was surprised Skepta won that one, you know. What? Really? Yeah. See, do you know what? I think because I thought J Five would have won because he, he's got quite a few hits. You know, this is what I'm saying. Like you lot, like I'm I'm old school in it. Like I've I've I know about this music thing from time. Skepta's been producing from how long now? From no, 19. I know he's been producing since he said he was a DJ first, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, I know all of that. But in terms of the quality of his production, I didn't think he would win. But um, nah. yeah, he pulled he pulled out the songs. Yeah. People said that it was his hype as well. His um sort of salesmanship that won him it. Like, I've been reading some stuff. Like, yesterday with the Swiss Beats and Timberland won. Um, Timberland won, I believe, but Swiss Beats was able to sell it better and his personality came across better. 
People say that. Is that true with the Skepta battle? No, nah, because I think the, 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 the bangers are undeniable, bruv. You reckon? With Skepta? Yeah. But you know what I did? um, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. I wasn't going anywhere near that. (laughs) Scott Storch absolutely annihilated him. Is it? Oh, you know what? What one was good actually was Lil Jon and T Pain. Yeah, 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 that was good. But Lil Jon, he's a smart motherfucker, boy. He came prepped. He came prepared. Yeah, he he done his research. He researched all the T-Pain's bangers and said, whatever he plays, I've got a song for that. Yeah, he, he basically almost won every round by... Counteracting. He almost won every round because he'd done his research and he was like, whatever he plays, I've got one that's, I've got one that's just going to be just a bit better. Yeah. And he won. Like, by wide margin as well. It was a landslide. So what, is he just yeah. counteracting his songs, yeah? Pardon? He's just counteracting his songs, yeah? terms of logic yeah but if you've got better bangers than the other person it doesn't matter what order you go in yeah well but Lil John, that like rather said that Lil John, he not only had that advantage of seeing it happen and was like okay you've just played that, i'm gonna play this he actually did plan it as you Bruh, said he planned it he had it planned and you could see it whilst watching it i was watching i was like oh this guy actually knows what he's do you know what, like it. do you know what he did what <laughs> T-Pain played I'm Sprung. Mm. Yeah, T-Pain, T-Pain had like, he had battle versions. He played I'm Sprung, then he played the Tory Lane version. Yeah. Yeah. Then Lil Jon came and played that Pete Pablo song. And then I think there's a, there's a Megan Thee Stallion version, like a new version. Yeah. So he came and played two, like two songs that he's, that he's produced. One that was sampled. He came and played that. He studied, bro. He was like, I know you're going to do this. You're going to play Armsprung. Then you're going to play the Toy Lane version. So I've got a song that's an old school song that's come back to light in the new school. I'm going to play both as well. Yeah, but and that's, yeah. What that's, how it's, that's, that's what you call... That's a proper sound clash, though. That's what sound clashes are. Yeah, he yeah. done his research. Yeah, done that's his what... research. Did you... Did you like... to, um, yeah, Lil, Lil John, he, he won that one easily. John to Austin did the same thing as well. Bryson um, Tiller sampled something of his. And he came and he played that track to counteract something Neil played. I was just like, yeah, well done. That's Nicely the essence done. of sound clashing, yeah, that, 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 that was a nice, that was a nice battle, though. I think it was it was evenly placed as well. Oh. Speaking it of was, Instagram was, lives, and not to go off what? topic a bit, but I'm going off topic. What do you lot think about quarantine radio, 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 radio? What's that? Quarantine, don't go like you don't know what quarantine, quarantine radio is, bruv. 
No, what's up? Light skin. Quality radio, radio, radio. Is that Tory Lanez? Yeah, bro, like he didn't know about his. No, I don't know. Bro, light skin. All I saw was this swarms or somebody and they got banned. They got banned on Instagram, and that's as much as I know. I saw one booty shaking video or somebody shaking booty on Tory Lanez, and then I haven't seen anything since. Tory Lanez got banned for a week, and then the CEO came out and said, "You're not allowed nudity." That's why we had to ban him. What, did and somebody then, get naked? Yeah, someone got naked in his live. Like, people, wow. girls are showing their pussy and everything. Like, nipples, all of that. And then Tory Lane said, mm. he's got an album coming out. So he sent them the album and said, listen, the people want Quarantine Radio to come back. They released the ban and he was able to do it again. Mad thing. So is he back on now? Yeah, he's back on. But he said he's not coming back until Monday. But and then Swarms, he's been banned now as well. Oh, is Who he is he? Man? Who's Swarms? He's a singer, UK. You've, you've probably heard all. You've probably heard bare of his songs, but you haven't realised it's him. It's him, yeah. Wow, he's a he's a singer. He's got some good songs, you know. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're jumpy tracks. Yeah, yeah, he's got some good tracks. Yeah, he's he's a he's 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 a singer. He's um he's pretty decent. He's got he's on some good tracks. Oh, oh. The, the songs in my head, I can't get it out though. It's on the tip of my tongue. What's that? Uh, the Swarms tune. I'm trying to think of it. Oh. Yeah, he's on songs with like Tion Wayne. Yeah. Oh, he's okay. on tracks with like, I think he's got tracks with NSG as well. Yeah. Um, okay. He's got a track with Daffy. South London's finest. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's, he's done well for himself, man. Yeah. Like, he went from 200k followers. In a week, now he's on like 700k. Yeah. Mm. Getting 40k. From his, twerk, from his twerk show. 40k people people um, um, going live on him. But um, yeah, quarantine, th- there's no comparison for quarantine radio. I'm going to listen to it. You, you have to share the link when he's on. Man said, listen yeah, to it. Quarantine's the one. Man said, I'm going to listen to it. Hey, bravo. He said, Ultimate light. Hey, bravo. Yeah. I said, I'm going to listen to it. Send me the link. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that and on back. that note, everyone, we're back in full effect. Keep listening, keep streaming. You get me? Manny, mind the gap. Man, them, everyone stay safe, yeah? <laughs>